We're back from the weekend on Locked On Coyotes. We're going to get caught up with a lot of the things we might have missed over um, over the last week. And we're going to get a little updates on uh, just some of the Arizona Coyotes roster news. All that on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlock right beside me on today's episode of Locked on Coyotes. We want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We are free and available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. We got a great show for you guys today. We had about a week off. I had about a week off um, after a long, really long moving process, moving from Tucson to the Valley, but I'm glad to Finally, get back into into the uh, into the swing of things, Carl. And I want to thank you for uh, for holding the fort down as as long as you could. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, uh, some personal issues came up, so we weren't able to get any other episodes out. I had planned to do some solo stuff, uh, but you know, I I was glad that I was able to get on the record for the Kraus uh, contract signing. Um, that was good and, uh, glad to have you back. Glad you're, you're up in the Valley. Uh, we're getting a storm right now. So I don't know if you're getting rain, but it's weird. We're going to have close to the same weather. I know. Right. I don't see any, I mean, I see the clouds coming in and I know it's, I know it's going to rain, but like it, you never know. They just, I could hear like the wind blowing like kind of hard. So I'm like, Oh shit, it is going to rain. Yep, absolutely. That was me yesterday. Um, but glad, glad to be up in the valley. It's really nice up here. Um, you know, obviously very different than Tucson, but I like it. I like it. But let's get today's episode started, Carl. We're going to start with some prospect news, right? Because the World Junior Championship is going on right now um, in Canada, which if you look at some of the pictures, not a lot of fans are attending these games, first and foremost. Um, nope. But which is which is a really sad thing. Um, but there were some Coyotes prospects playing in the games here, and most notably Logan Cooley. You know, the kid who was drafted third overall by the Coyotes in his past draft. Um, and you know, he's he's looking good out there. Yeah, uh, Cooley has a goal and two assists so far. Uh, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but he went for a lacrosse style goal. Of course, uh, didn't he did. hit it which was fun. Um, but there was some discourse about that, you know, especially for, a, you know, they're up against the team. The, the team USA is expected to be handily. Uh, do you really do something like that? Uh, kind of reminded me a lot of the, uh, of the controversy around uh, Zegris and Tyson Nash, just a little bit. Uh, I, I just, I think that's very funny. Um, Especially because I recently wrote about the or, or about Jay Beagle. I did his player uh, grade on Five for Howling. So just I, I was living in that connection and seeing when we try the lacrosse goal, I was like, oh, that that's fun. Uh, that's uh, 
great coyote talking points right there. I mean, that's a tip. That's a that's a that's a typical way of a of a of a college kid too, right? Everyone in co- whoever is go- who's committed to go to college is going to pre- try to perform to Michigan, like yeah. And I mean, it, it definitely feels like at this point, it feels like a very college move. Um, it is a very college move. Yeah, uh, and I like that. I like the fact that the NCAA is is doing something uh, and is kind of leading the growth like that. And I want Cooley to score as many goals as he can. Like, even if he's expected to beat the team, like I want him to like get that experience and, and not give up. Um, so far, he's having a, a great tournament, though. Um, yeah, we're glad he's playing because you know pre-tournament scrimmage, um, there was that. Um, that news that set, that broke out that got everyone freaking out that he left, you know, um, getting helped by like helped by his teammates to go to, to the locker room. We're all like so freaking freaking out. It's like, oh no, not another one. Uh, yeah. But he ended up, you know, being fine. He just got freaking cut, and it's like, oh god, thank god. Everyone took huge sigh of relief, just huge, just breath. Everyone, it was just amazing. Yeah, and. Uh... I think the other Coyotes player who is currently there, um, just also from the last draft, uh, Maximilian Zuper. Uh, not sure if mm. I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, a defenseman for Team Germany, uh, which is nice. You never really think too much about Germany uh, at that right. tournament. They're not, you know, they're not one of the top hockey nations, but. Nice to see a, a player getting in some reps, uh, representing his team. Uh, the Coyotes have had, uh, you know, some good history with German players. I, I cannot sing enough praise for Tobias Reeder. Yeah, you know, it's, it, it is interesting seeing that German connection for the Arizona Coyotes, and they just, they're just bringing it back. Just bring it back. Um, there's two German uh, German players that are drafted in this previous, but like they were drafted, but obviously not that are playing in the dual juniors but yeah and one of them was uh polish too polish he was so... polish uh, that was uh, uh Although i think that is super uh, i think he is he's born in poland um yeah so uh who's the other one that the the uh, i dropped? think it was uh miko matika ah yes the, such a like you could tell that the team really listen to their european uh scouting staff because just a lot of good european players yeah i mean like uh one of the things that you know we've heard people talk about people were um uh pretty high on you know their second round pick and artem duda so um yeah you know like but it's nice to see these kind of picks go you know go out and perform um to see what they what kind of stuff they can continue to do you know, we don't really have too much of an opportunity to watch all of the prospects before. It's why we, you know, when we could, we tr- we tried to bring on like people who do that and right. you know, for the draft profiles. But but now that we know who the Coyotes have, now that we know who's in the system, you could really start to like key in and focus on some players and be like, hey, this is what this player is doing. You can you can get a better sense of their development. Uh, you know, definitely makes it easier to evaluate them. And that's why a lot of us are paying attention just to a lot of these prospects, right? Like Dylan Gunther and 
Dylan, yeah, so Dylan Gunther, Connor Geeky, and Logan Cooley have like a microscope on them from the from the Coyotes fan base, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll even add Josh Joan on the microscope just because of the fact that he's the son of a Coyote great. Like I feel bad yeah. for him in that way, but you know that's that's gonna have, that's that's pretty much the case. <laughs> yeah, and, and I do often wonder, like, it seems like of of those four players you listed. Doan is definitely the uh, the one I think is is maybe getting a little too much attention. Like anytime I see someone like, so is Doan gonna be playing for the team next year? I'm like, no, no, he's not. No, uh, he's not gonna be playing for like another three more years at least. Yeah, uh, I mean maybe like he he goes like his senior year, but I, I could see him getting his degree with no, ASU. I, well, yeah, and no, honestly, I can even see him redshirt so he gets like a you know like a pseudo fifth year even though he doesn't really play one of those years yeah it's definitely like i i he is the player that always stands out where like just because he is down because he had a a good first year with asu like expectations are kind of high for him but you know when you look at a player like gunther who pretty much sustained this fan base with highlights uh during last season now that's going to be coolie's job Oh yeah, it is absolutely going to be Cooley's job to to just wow everybody. And based on what we've been talking about, the fact that he is going to wow everybody, we're going to talk a little bit more about that in just a moment, though, um, because we do have to uh, take a quick step aside to hear from a sponsor. So I have to say, if you haven't tried the Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. It is the delicious, the indulgent cookie dough. Plus, it's covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right. Bill has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite, the cookie dough chunk puff. They have a light and chewy flavor. You get that real cookie dough chunk and, of course, all that chocolate. Uh, I have gotten them. I have tried the cookie dough chunk puff kind of hard to say but it is very delicious i love the taste and the like just texture of cookie dough it's it's one of my favorites i love cookie dough ice cream and you get that exact same like flavor and you know you know texture all in a great package and it's only 160 calories with a whopping 15 grams of protein what i want you to do is go to built.com and use the promo code locked15 or locked on15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code locked on15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, so let's keep talking a little bit more about Logan Cooley um, because um, a report officially came out, Carl, that he has affirmed his commitment to the NCAA uh, mm-hmm. to play at the University of Minnesota. And, you know, some of you might be like, oh, wait, that's, you know, not really news. I thought that's the, that was the case. I, we've we've heard rumors in the past, right, Carl, yeah. of the fact that he might have decided to skip out on an NCAA and go to major junior to the CHL, yeah. which would be an interesting move. It would allow him to potentially like get some more action with the Coyotes because um, mm-hmm. he could sign a. He could sign a entry level contract. He could get like the first couple games of the season, um, but this was 
let's see, where did I see it? Uh, and it looks like Josh Erickson wrote the article. I am not seeing the publication it's with. Cooley um, planning on honoring his college commitment. I, I do like the fact that he's honoring his commitment. That's a, a real good sign. Like ultimately for a player like Cooley, he's got to do his best for his career. But I mean, I was a bit surprised to hear rumors that he may be switching because it seems like it would have been something he would have known by now. But yeah, he's, he's reconfirmed uh, to the university path. Which is nice, you know. I, I honestly, I, I like that path, right? Like, obviously, it's so fun to watch the the CHL, you know, with the you know the WHL, OHL, whatever you want, you know, whichever side bit of it. Like, it's really fun. But the, the NCAA is also awesome, right? Especially yeah. with the, given the fact that here in you know in the valley, we have a NCAA hockey team literally just down the street in Arizona State, yeah. like. Um, and Cooley will be playing, or Cooley's team, the University of Minnesota, will be playing against the Arizona State University Sun Devils. So you could watch him early. Um, I think it just really goes to show how how well United States hockey has been over the past couple of years. Like we talk all a lot about the national development program, mm -hmm. but NCAA. When I first started watching, like the thought of a player going the NCAA route, if they were a player like Cooley, that seemed like pretty, uh, like, I, I don't want to say it would never happen, but it would probably never happen. Like yeah. the juniors were definitely the stronger development league for a while. And it's great to see NCAA has stepped up in the past, you know, decade or so. And I think that, I think that the, the good thing with that is, because of the way the NCAA works is because these guys can't sign contracts. So they're not, so they don't feel rushed to try to be like, all right, I want to make sure I'm in a tip top shape so I can try to make the team next year. Like these players yeah. aren't doing that. They're spending, you know, two, at least two, three, four years at a university, not only getting their studies, but also, you know, developing for top programs. You know, University of Minnesota is a top program in the NCAA, uh, as is, you know, like Boston College and Boston University and um, Quinnipiac. And, you know, Arizona State is still not not an elite program, yeah. but it's, but it's you know, it's getting there, right? It's growing. It made the tournament a couple of years ago. Um, so. Yeah, it, it's definitely it's a great spot. There's there's fantastic personnel who are able to kind of you know help you develop and grow as a player. If you're a player like Cooley who's coming in, you're like, all right, here's my plan. I need to be a professional hockey player in like two years, two years max, may, maybe one. And you get your nutritionist, you get your your conditioning coach, you get all that. And they're like, okay, we're going to turn you into a hockey player in two years. You know, not that he's not already a hockey player, but they're going to help him take that next step. Which is also nice, though, because, like, there isn't much that Cooley really has to work on, as we talked about, right? And we had, um, you know, we had our prospect guy on. He's just like, yeah, like, he's got it, really. If he just keeps on that like yeah, he definitely needs to like 
build weight. Um, yeah, you know, he's not. That's, I mean, that's the big thing. I mean, that's that's the case for a lot of young guys, right? You would yeah. they need to bulk bulk up and get their weight because you know, at you know, when you're what what what's his weight like a hundred and. 170 something i believe yeah he's in the whole 70s which for an nhl player is small like yeah yeah he's got he's got to get weight yeah and, and i mean that's just a normal thing like if you are an 18 year old hockey player like you're probably gonna be undersized compared to a 33 year old nhl player oh yeah so he's not done developing yet yeah yeah so just just give him that time like and more just kind of like set him aside and make sure that he is doing the right things. Um, so it's great. Uh, I, I am, I'm glad to see Cooley make this, uh, make this next step. Uh, it, it'll be interesting. Like, cause I do kind of wonder, like, are we going to get like another version of this rumor after the tournament? Like when the season starts to come up or is this the end of it? Cause because we both know rumors sometimes just never die in hockey. Oh, no. Like, rumors will stick around for ages and ages and ages. Like, it is, like, until, like, there is, like, you know, not even then. Because I was about to say, I was about to say, until there is, like, you know, like, you know, written in stone proof that said rumor is not going to happen. Like, even then, people were still like, may, may still might. Yeah. We may get to, like, December, Cooley will be like midway through the season, and people are like, I don't know, maybe he makes goes up to Canada, maybe. Or like, it doesn't seem like it's gonna happen, but who knows? Absolutely, absolutely. But let's move on from talking about uh, Logan Cooley and some of the prospects because it's been a week, Carl. Obviously, since it happened. But I want to be able to talk about it because I have because um, I haven't, and I know I listened to the show when Kraus, um, you know, signed his contract, right? Lots of signed his contract, and you, I think you wanted my opinion on it. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, it, like it's interesting because uh, let me just say, like, we talked a lot about this deal. This is not something that we thought, um, but the money. Is is strangely close to where we were at. Um, yeah, so. I think it was right in between what we both had. I had it at four point two. You had it at four point like seven. Right? Yeah, so it's closer to me. He was at four point three. Mm-hmm. Um, but the term, five the term years, which is what, which is what really surprised me because if you did you see what the report was about what where they were in terms of contract um dollar value for one year right kraus wanted four million the coyotes offered two and a half and we're just like wait yeah i'm sorry what um <laughs> and then they end up going for a five-year contract worth 4.3 i'm just like why did that happen like how did this happen um am i going to complain that it happened no because Lawson kraus is now locked up long term and you get to see a guy of a leader a true, a, a, who I believe to be a great player, um, to be on the Coyotes long term for the next five years, and that's great. Yeah, uh, and I will say uh, something that was not available when I did that episode. Looks like there's no clauses or anything in there, um, so no, no trades, no movements. Um, which I mean, 
if that had because there usually is a, a financial aspect of that like theoretically if they were like at 5 million or 4.3 in a new trade that makes sense but not even that like it i do kind of wonder because we had we saw those early like comparables for five and i think the coyotes are definitely going to get a steal for this this is a player who the team like has shown that they really want um and 4.3 million dollars seems like a a solid you know solid i I don't think we're going to be saying that lawson kraus of all players is overpaid in the next couple of years Oh, no, I don't think so. Um, I mean, a lot of us will be kind of standing on edge because of how he performed, not less last season, but in the in the previous season and the one before that, too. It's like, yeah, he's not playing fantastic. But you saw what he was capable of under the new system, under the tour new system, because the previous ones were, t- were Rick Tockett. And talk, yeah, <laughs> we talked about how, you know, the difference between Tockett and Torney multiple times, and it's pretty evident. And the fact that it looks like he fits in pretty well, like, it seems that it makes sense. Obviously, he's going to be even put to a more challenge because it's going to be a different roster this year. Still, a lot. I mean, some some roughly the same, but, like, pairings are going to, like, you know, line pairings are going to be different. Yeah. that That is definitely one of the things. Um, who, who, what center do you put him with? Who? Um... I don't know. That's that's a good that's a good question. Like maybe get him alongside Barrett Hayton. Yeah, who uh, who of course still needs to be resigned. Um, but oh, yeah, that's true. he is not arbitration eligible. He doesn't so. have arbitration, so like, but he's probably just holding out for now. I don't know why, yeah. but I mean, Hayton is the only one who kind of makes sense. Like if you. If you're sticking with Boyd, Schmaltz, and Keller, uh, your other setter options are Nick Bugstad, uh, Smith or McBain, uh, Carcone. Yeah, no, Hayton's the only one that makes sense. Um, and then maybe move like Smith and McBain to a to a winger, one of the other. Uh, a Kraus. Kraus and McBain. That's just a big guy line right there. The, yeah, the... Uh, uh, we got to come up with a name for that line if it were to happen. See, <laughs> or or the... Up, I'm going to come kind of coming up with uh, with ideas for lines and D pairs. Yeah, the, the ones that are never going to happen. Like, I was so upset when the bear pair never became a thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean... To, you were reaching with that, like, because they they are very different types of players. Uh, yeah, but still, like, why not? Uh, I I just know that in a couple years, oh, because I mean, especially since Cross is gonna be around, we will probably see uh, a Connor Geeky Lawson Kraus line at one point. And that's just going to be the biggest line. Yeah, that's going to be a big line. Oh my god, did think about that one. <laughs> who do you? Who It'll be the how's the weather up there line. <laughs> who else do you put up there? Because I, 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 I would personally put Gigi on the wing. So those are two your two wingers. 
Yeah. And who are you centering that? Uh, Unless you want to put Geeky at center and put like, I don't know. How big is Nate Smith? Nate Smith? Yeah. Oh, he's only six foot. Uh, that's that's way too small for that line. Uh, <laughs> it's way too small. Yeah, we're we're building that line for size, nothing else. Uh, I I I am not sure the Coyotes are going to need to find the big center. We'll see what it looks like. I think it would look. You know what would look really funny is um, you have two big you have two big guys. So you have Kraus and. Um, Kraus and Geeky, and then, um, what am I thinking of? Uh, yeah, and then you go ahead and put, I mean, you can, I mean, you can maybe slot in Dylan Gunther, actually. See, I put in Cooley, uh, a 5'10 guy with a couple of 6'7". That would look funny. <laughs> that would look really yep. funny. And, and the 5'10 guy is the one, like, Doing he's the center. Off the center. And he's the oh, one that yeah. needs to have the better vision because he needs to see where they are. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to have any problems seeing where they are. Uh, that's not going to be an issue at all. Uh, I do like the idea of Gunther, though, because 6'2", like, that fits, kind of. Yeah. The, the, the you know, I, I cannot wait for another year of Gunther highlights. Um, and then I think that's going to be it uh, because I, I do think he looks like he is close to ready to making the jump to the NHL. Yeah, I think so. I think there's going to be a lot of talk about it coming, coming up in training camp. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But any final thoughts you'd like to share before we close things off? Uh, uh, I'm just, I'm looking forward to more Cooley highlights and of course, uh, best of luck to all of the prospects at the, uh, world juniors going on right now. Yeah. It's so weird that we're in the, that we're in the makeup of the world junior, right? Like this is the makeup is. Of, of last year's world juniors and then we're all going to get ready for next year's world juniors literally like four months from now. Yeah, it, it feels very weird. It's a very weirdly timed event. Uh, but, yeah, I, I wish I could watch it. I wish it was easier to watch in the States. Um, yeah, I mean, unless you have NHL Network, which some I know a lot of you guys do who are listening, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I do not because I don't have NHL Network. I don't have cable. Uh, there's lots of reasons. And, uh, you know, have that fancy TNT contract. Freaking put some ESPN Plus hockey on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they can use that. That, but then again, it's not NHL sanctioned. It's IHF, IHF sanctioned. So, yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's agreements and contracts and all that. What would be different though would be the world would be the World Junior, not the World Junior, the World Cup if it comes up again, the World Cup of hockey. Ah, uh, because that, that is that'd NHL. be fun. Yes, uh, that that would definitely be very good. I, I like the World Cup of Hockey. I like the the Team North team America. North America. <laughs> yeah, 
I don't I think it. We'll never that have was like such a like we did in 2016. Like no, no, because it was just an insanely stacked team. Yeah, because that was what he had: Connor Mc. Uh, he had Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, Nathan McKinnon. Like you had Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel, like unfreaking believable. <laughs> Unbelievable talent that was on that year. I think was it was yeah. Clayton Keller on that? Um, I don't think so. I think it was too early. Was it too early for Clayton Keller? Um. Yeah, no. Yeah, he wasn't on it. But Shane Gothisbeer was on uh, it. Um, yeah, he was still in the uh, juniors. Yeah. Johnny Goodrow was on it. Morgan Riley. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Like, yeah, that was a stack. I, I yeah, we're not we're never gonna have a team North America like that again. But unfortunately not. But that's okay. Anyways though. That was a weird sidetrack that I did we didn't really need, but it was fun to do anyways. But we're out of time on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review. Like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, Facebook.com slash locked on coyotes, and on Instagram at locked on coyotes. And on Twitter, L-O underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leonio. It's Robin with a Y underscore L-E-A-N-O. Carl Pavlock is at Carl Pavlock F-F-H. Interact with us. Ask the question you might have. We might answer right back or on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Oh! <laughs>